You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. Welcome to episode 368 of Geeky Show Ever. We're back. Happy New Year. <laughs> this Confetti is, emoji. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the Melissa show. She's going to talk all about moving into her new home and the technology that she bought and she's trying. So I'm just going to get the party started and turn it over to you. <laughs> get the party started. Well, first of all, it is so surreal. It, it feels good to be almost sort of back. I don't know. I don't know how to define feeling like I'm back yet or not because I'm still... Everything is still all over the place. There was so much prep that we needed to do just to get into this house. Like we just finally got our stove fixed, but we don't have a kitchen yet. We still, we haven't even, you were talking about, I was. I listened to a little bit of the last episode painting, like now that that got crossed off the list. Like this is just not going to happen. We had so many intentions on, on what we were, what we were going to do. And it just did not happen. It's so surreal. How many pillowcases can one woman have? Because I have so many pillowcases. Oh my God. <laughs> Not the sheets, just the pillowcases. Oh, wait, wait till it happens to you. Are you still thinking about moving? Are you still thinking about downsizing, perhaps? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah, one of the things I need to do in the next couple of days is start making a list of things that we need to do. Like, we, a lot of painting has to be done. Mm -hmm. to, like uh, touch ups. And touch, you're, you're yeah, it's more touch up than actual mm -hmm. like painting an entire wall. It might be like a little section here or there that needs to be done. Just little things that have to be done before we can say, oh, okay, we're ready. We're ready. <laughs> In fact, so my, my brother-in-law is our real estate agent, and he made a really good suggestion is to hire a, um, an inspector mm -hmm. before Definitely. we put the house on the market. Mm -hmm. And then he can point out, you know, well, this looks good. This looks good. This doesn't fix this, fix that. So mm -hmm. then, you know, if they're reasonable within what we want to do, we can take care of that. I watched a lot of YouTube videos of inspectors actually going on and doing inspections in homes. And that's what kind of tipped me off as to what to do, which is why I was like really embarrassed when we got our inspection report. We didn't. So the way it worked, and, and this is different from state to state, and it just depends on what information is shared. I can tell you that when my husband first bought our old house compared to the selling process and the buying process this time around, it was like nothing that he experienced. I mean, it was just a completely different, whatever you knew about real estate, whatever you knew, all of the, you know, I, I read all these blogs and I watched all these YouTube videos about how to prepare the house and, you know, what to do when selling the house, what to do, what to look for when you're buying the house. It was like so much of that just got thrown out the window and didn't apply. Now we did, we were still at, in the midst of the hot market. I, I think it might be starting to cool off now. I'm not really sure because I've been trying to just not pay attention to it because I want that to be behind me. But at the time, I remember thinking, oh, you know, we should do this. We should do that. Like, for example, we left so many things behind. We did just like what you're talking about. We made a list. We, like I said, I watched videos about what happens during inspection. That's what I was going to say. Like, I was kind of embarrassed because when the... We got the inspection reported, but it wasn't one like we didn't pay for the inspection. The buyers paid for the inspection. We got to see the summary of these were the things that they wanted to ask for. These were the things that they wanted to, you know, have fixed things that we knew, like there was a cracked window pane, stuff like that. Um, so we got to see that, whereas 
back in you know days past, you might not have seen that report. So we didn't get to see the whole report, but we got to see the summary of it. So I was really embarrassed when like one of the smoke detectors wasn't operational, like it didn't have a battery in it. And can you, Lisa, can you guess which one it was? Guess which, which smoke detector it was what, that in the kitchen? didn't have the battery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you know how we always joke about how we're such wonderful cooks. And yeah, we just take the- Oh, mine works. Bat- I can vouch out. for that. I can vouch for it. <laughs> mine yeah, works. Yeah. Mine does too, which is why I kept taking the battery out of it. And so it didn't have a good battery in it. This, that's so terrible. I made sure that the ones in the kids' bedrooms and then our bedroom was working. But yeah, the, the kitchen smoke detector did not have uh, a battery in it. So it was flagged as non-operational. So I was a little bit embarrassed about that. But I went and got, I, they didn't ask to have it fixed, but I went and made sure that it had a new smoke detector in it. But little things like that, like I went out and bought sheer curtains and we had like a really nice mounted, uh, med, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a magnetic ma- a knife mount where we were placing our knives on in the kitchen that looked really, really cool, you know, because it just kind of made it look like your knives were floating in the air. We left that behind. We had mounted a new bicycle rack, like all these things that we left behind because they were mounted when... I kind of regret doing that because I don't know if the new homeowner really liked it or, you know, who knows? They might have ripped it out and had their own things. Who who knows? Now I kind of wish like, oh, man, because like as we're moving into this house and I'm packing like, man, I wish I would have had that knife mount. Oh, I wish I would have had the bicycle mount. You're like, I don't know if, if the new homeowners enjoyed that or not. Exactly. Because when we came here, there was no no curtains, no blinds. Not even shower curtain rods here, Elisa. Like the, oh my God, all of the windows need to be replaced in this place. There were so many things that didn't get done during the sale of this home. And I hope other people aren't having this experience. I mean, I think it's just because of like our income level and the the area where we're looking and things like that. I'm sure if you have, you know, a million dollars, then you're probably not dealing with the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. If you're, you know, probably in the upper 500, you know, half a million dollar level homes, but we are not there. So, I mean, that has a lot to do with it. But yeah, what we experienced was just the... The I've closing heard, was just an absolute I've, nightmare. I've heard stories where the previous owner will take the toilet paper roll, the 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 holder, you know, the little thing that you put the toilet paper on. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, really? Really? See, and I did the opposite. I did. I wanted I when we sold our house, like our buyers, I hope that they realized just how lucky they got because we got the exact everything that we did to sell our home. I felt like we got the exact opposite treatment here. Like, just like you said, instead of doing that, like I felt bad because I had a pretty um, I, I started collecting bronze. You know, I wanted everything to be bron- uh, oil rubbed bronze in my bathroom. And so we did a long time ago, we, years ago, we took off the toilet paper holder that was you know, mounted on the side of the cabinet because it was kind of like in the way and in a weird position. And so I got this really pretty decorative one that holds like several rolls of toilet paper. And this is back when we actually used toilet paper, you know, pre-pandemic and everything. We, we've since, you know, you know how I've switched to the bidet. I love mm-hmm. the bidet. But we still keep it, you know, for guests and stuff. And uh, so anyway, I felt bad because there wasn't a toilet paper holder. So I went out and bought one. I bought a bronze toilet paper holder and I and I put it like in the box you know kind of like a gift to the new homeowners I even left them a roll of toilet paper I left them a box of you know tissues that hadn't been opened like I wanted to make them feel welcomed I left I wrote like a little love note you know hope that they enjoyed the home you know we made our memories there for 17 years and raised a family we even left them like a baby swing you know just like we left the the swing set there like all of the stuff that we left behind in hopes that, you know, to really sweeten the deal, like the, the sale of the home, which we really didn't need to do because, I mean, it sold in two days and we got over a list because that's how things were going back then. But, you know, our realtor said, you know, oh, you got to, it's mounted, you have to leave it. If it's mounted, if it's going to cause like a big hole in the wall, you need to leave it. 
so we did like curtain rods, um, curtains. Um, you know, I didn't want to take, I, of course I wanted to take curtains that I had spent a lot of money on that I wanted to have in our new home, but I at least left up shears so that they would have some privacy when they moved in here. There was like completely the opposite. There was no, no curtain rods. No, they didn't even bother like filling in holes. There's, there was holes in the walls and I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. They did leave a security system, but it's one of those proprietary security systems where you have to pay like a really high fee every month right, to, right. Yeah. you know, because it all contact the police and everything. So we ended up taking that down. It's like, gee, great. You left all this, but we can't use any of it because, you know, it's all proprietary. It's not like you can say, oh, gee, thanks for the webcam. You know, <laughs> it didn't, doesn't work that way. So, yeah, the the moving in process was just really awful. Things are just broken. And, you know, when when you buy a home, traditionally, if things are broken, the seller's responsible. First of all, they're responsible to disclose to you what doesn't work or what's been broken or, you know, what's in disrepair, that sort of thing. Right. We, you know, from living in our old house, we lived there for 17 years. So we knew that house inside and out. I mean, we were very, you know, we knew all of the details about what needed to be done. And really... Quite honestly, I mean, we just never really got around to like giving the walls a facelift and, you know, retexturing and painting and things like that. But we worked really hard to get like paint smudges off that we, you know, had looked at for so many years and wanted to fix and just never got around to it. We finally, you know, did when we sold the place. I mean, I went around with, um, there's like a wood conditioner that you can get that has wax in it. I went around like, um, you know, buffing out scratches and things. And like there was, you know, kids grew up there you know what I mean we raised a family there so there was going to be scratches and things in the wood because there was so much wood in the place but I went around like doing all that kind of stuff like taking pride in ownership and being a good custodian of this home that I was then you know passing off to someone else I left them binders full of information not one but two I think you might have seen the pictures that I took but you know I had three ring binders that I had put together of all the warranties and manuals um, receipts like I cut off like if it had my credit card information or, or anything that was like personally identifiable. Right, right. I, I cut that off or, you know, I, I photocopied it or something like that, but I left them, you know, receipts so that they knew when the, when the microwave was installed and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there was just so many, so many special little touches that I felt really good about, Hey, you know, we're handing this house off. This is a, I, I saw the the name of the couple that was buying it and I knew that they were really young and we had been told that. So I thought, you know, I want to, hand this off. I want this to be a really good sale. I have no qualms about the sale of the house. I think it was a really, really great sale. And I think we did a really, really good job. I'm just really bitter. And I, I guess I'll get over it someday, but I'm just really bitter about the treatment that we got on the other end when we bought this house. It was just opposite. It was just completely opposite of what, what we experienced when we sold the house. And I just, I guess I just thought, you know, oh, there's like rules that have to be followed. This is like best practices like this is what you're supposed to do when you sell a house and i felt like we followed all of that advice like i said watched all the youtube videos read all the blogs you know applied that advice and then coming into that it was like did the person who sold this not <laughs> like so, so the problem is they sold it to open door and i i've talked about this a little bit before but open door is then like the brokerage that took it over and they just don't care they're not people they're a corporation and they just do not care so they they did give us a credit I won't talk numbers or anything, but they did give us a credit, but it's it's a fraction. I mean, it is like a drop in the bucket compared to like what this place really, really needed. Like we went into this place, putting a bid on it, you know, putting it on offer thinking, okay, you know, well, you know, we'll come around, you know, because wow, this is really egregious. Like the solar panels are broken and things like that. They should, you know, take care of that. 
and they didn't. So we were really just heartbroken because we really love this house and we're willing to make it work, but we it almost felt like we were like biting off more than we can chew for the longest time. It still does. I mean, it's I'm still not I still haven't let it sunk in just how much money we have already spent and will have to spend just to make this like just to bring it up to I, I, not code or anything, but like, for example, I mean, everybody's like, oh, there's always work to do. Yeah, you know, it's a house. It's just how it is. No, I'm talking about like, these are things that should have been fixed before we bought the house. Like, just everyday even livable. Yeah, everyday livable, like faucets that work. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're selling a house with solar panels, then, you know, the solar panels should be really functional. They should be working. They're like working at 60% capacity, you know, stuff like that, like things that that were sold along with the house that, you know, you're looking at it like, oh, it has this feature, it has this feature. Oh, wait, but now you're telling me it doesn't actually work. Like it has a stove in it, but the stove leaked. <laughs> so we had to use the home warranty right away. The, you know, things that you can't really, like I didn't run during the the showing of the house. Like we, we saw this place a couple of times, but you only get like 15 minutes here or 20 minutes there. You know what I mean? It's just such a short amount of time to make such a huge financial decision that there's so many things that you miss that you have to just accept later on. You know, like we found out the hard way that the microwave is just about to die. Like it grinds. It makes this terrible noise every time. That is, if you really stop (laughs) and think about it, that is how people buy houses now. Unless you're custom building your home, you walk into a house, maybe you're there half an hour and you're opening doors and you're looking at things. And if you're lucky and you decide you like it and you want to take a second look, the house is still available for you to look at. And then you have to put that offer in and hope that you yep. made the right decision. Because you I know hope. Yep. I know when I, mm-hmm. I mean, we've lived in this house for 36 years, but I know when I went house hunting with my kids, mm-hmm. I felt like they didn't want to open anything. They're like, well, it's not my house. I'm like, yeah, but you have to open up yeah. the, the, the closet doors. You have to open <laughs> up the kitchen count, you know, the kitchen cabinets to see how much space there is. Obviously, right. you're not opening up their bookcases. You're not opening up their dresser. That's that's none of your right. business. But you need to open like the 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 vanity in the in the bathroom. How mm-hmm. much cabinet space are shell. you getting? Or <laughs> yeah. if you're getting yeah. drawers in the cabinet in the sink, you, you have to be like a sink. detective, and you, you have know, to like, you have think to about, open like... them. Because I would mm-hmm. point things out. I'm like, okay, you have no hall closet, and you have no, you know, your bedroom closet is only two feet wide. How are you going to put your clothes in? They were uncomfortable doing that, but you have to do these things and you still don't really Flush have the a full... toilet. You have yes. to run the shower head. You have yeah. to look at the water pressure. You have to listen. Like, is it going to make a screeching noise? I, I mean, luckily, a lot of the places that we looked at were vacant, luckily. And and this and what I'm learning the hard way is, though, that's a bad sign because, like, for example, this house sat vacant for four months because brokerages and places they're they're greedy they they snatch up these places they get a good deal on them or they think they are at the time they think they're gonna turn it around and sell it for a high profit and then these they basically like kind of squat on it and so in the meantime you know then you got to think about things like is the landscaping gonna survive because landscaping is not cheap i mean there is a lot of water and a lot of cost that goes into plants and things like that and when a place that's vacant there's nobody coming around and watering the stuff. Now, we were lucky here 
thankfully I have a friend who is a plant expert and she came out and kind of gave us like a whole like land inspection basically and told us that, yeah, there was only out of all the plants and things that are here, it's, it's xeriscaped. If you know what that is, um, it, everything was planted very intentionally to be able to deal with, you know, drought resistance and stuff like that. So there's only a couple of goners, which is really surprised me because I thought that we were going to lose a lot more than we did. We didn't even know if the irrigation system worked because at the time we didn't know you know, where that was to even turn it on. So it was not something that we could check. There were a lot of things, even the home inspector, like for example, the water heater had been turned off. And that's like a red flag too. It's like, well, why is it turned off? Is there a leak? Is there something they're trying to prevent from happening while it's vacant? Like what is going on? Why aren't things operational? So we had to have like two inspections. Luckily, we only had to pay for one of them, but we didn't, I mean, there was just so many things. That's why I said the, the closing to get into this place was such a nightmare. There were just so many things that kept going wrong. We we ended up being like late and we almost, we, we were lucky. We got in by the skin of our teeth, but we almost had to like, you know, we got notarized and everything in time, but it was really, really pushing it. And to the point where we almost had to pay like another extra month of taxes and like had to get new paperwork drawn up. That's what we were in danger of facing. Like we were this close and it wasn't, none of it was our fault. You know what I mean? Like we, our realtors were, and we don't, we had more than one realtor helping us. We had a realtor and, a, and an assistant. It was because they kept dragging their feet and they have too many, like too many irons in the fire. It was just, it was awful. Anyway, so I'm just, I'm glad that like the the paperwork and at least like all of that kind of stuff, like the first mortgage payment has been paid. Um, I need to go in and like start, you know, making sure that all the auto pay is, is like going through and all that kind of stuff. But most of that stuff is behind us. Now we're just faced with still just trying to make it livable. <laughs> it It's livable. We've been, you know, sleeping here and living here. You know, we've changed our, our dress and everything, but we still don't have like curtains in the living room. <laughs> I have this huge selection of, curtains and things that I've been saving all over all these years and, you know, different houses and apartments from my youth and everything. And like nothing fits, of course. Well, yeah, it, it, but you, it's like what they say when you move into a new house and you want to remodel your kitchen, you Mm -hmm. can't just go in there guns blazing. You Mm -mm. know, you have to live in it and decide what colors do I like? What style do I like? How are we living as a family? You yeah, know, that's that's what we're doing right now. Like we don't have a functioning kitchen yet because what had happened was this place had been flooded. And, you know, what house doesn't have a flood? And there's always going to be water damage somewhere. We experienced it several times in our old house. So we that's the good thing about this being our second home, because this is not our first rodeo. We are, you know, prior homeowners. I, I actually think about when all all the things that we experienced and everything that we had to do to get into this house. And I think to myself, oh, my God. Like if I, I feel bad for first time home buyers that just there are wet behind the ears and have no life experience with this stuff when, when it comes to this stuff. And I think to myself, oh my God, boy, are they into it? Like I look at this place and I think to myself, if a first time home homeowner had bought this place, they would have been really unhappy. Like we were able to say, okay, well, we accept that that's how it is. You know, we still love the house. We, we know that we can look past that. Like, you know, we're not really wild about the paint color, but it's not a priority. You know what I mean? Like there's other things that take precedence. We know how to prioritize things. Whereas like a first time homeowner or a young couple just starting out would probably have no idea about what really needs to happen when, when you, you know, start homeownership. So, you know, there's, there, there's just a lot of, it's a great house. I, I, I love it more and more every day. I still look back and I think to myself, like, did we compromise? Did we settle? And I don't think we did. I think at the time I felt like we were settling in a way because we kind of had higher hopes, 
But see, I've been able to adjust my expectations because at first we started out thinking, oh, you know, we really want to upgrade the space. We really want to be able to get like, say, 1,700 square foot or something like that. But now going from 1,200 to 1,500 square foot, like that's a big change. It's it's not, it's only like, what, it's, a, it's an additional room and everything, but this place feels so much bigger than our old house in, in it because it's so much more modern. It just, it looks bigger. The space feels bigger. Like the, it feels like it fits us. It's just enough house. Like I was a little bit worried that the rooms were going to be too small for the kids, but they're happy. Like they, they're able to fit their desks in there and we're, we're making it work. We just got a new sectional couch and it's like, Holy cow. I didn't realize it was going to be that big. So, I mean, it's, it's feeling like, yes, we made the right choice. Like, I don't feel like we ended up just putting up with, you know, just grabbing the first thing that came available. I don't think it was like that because we made several bids on several houses. And in fact, this one, we made a bid on it. And I think I told you we lost it. And so we were lucky that it came back on the market. I can see why now, like having gone through the experience, I know why the the people who bid on it before we did i know why they walked away because i i can see what really turned people off but we were determined you know because we really 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 like this place and so i keep looking back and like every once in a while i haven't done it in weeks now but for a while there i would still look at the listings and think to myself i'll know if i made the right choice if i don't keep seeing houses and going oh i wish we just would have waited one more month i wish we would have gotten that one you know and that that has not happened. So I think that's a sign to me that that we did the right thing. So we're we're very happy here. I love the area. It's nice and quiet. Um, like I said, it's in a cul-de-sac, and that's really different. I've never experienced that before, so that's interesting. The neighbors are really nice. I've always lived on a busy street. Growing I, up, yeah. I lived on a busy street. When my yeah. when Tom and I got married, we lived on a busy street. And so now you're used to lots of we live on a busy noise. street. So. Uh, yeah, I like the quiet. I really like the a quiet. A cul-de-sac would probably freak me out because I wouldn't. It probably would. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't know how to behave. I can do that. And we, uh, the backyard is like kind of an oasis. I have to, I have to do this with you sometime while it's while it's daytime. I have to take you on a tour yes. and give you like a FaceTime tour because it's yes. really cool. When and I blanketed the whole area in Wi-Fi, so we should get into the the techie, the yes, geeky tell me about part of tech. things. <laughs> tell so, me what you bought. Um, so I was going to start out talking about like our, our Black Friday sales. Did we did we go over like I don't think we got to talk since then about what kinds of deals that we scored. Did you score any tech over Black Friday? I didn't. Buy you've been it. talking about getting a new router. But did you do that? I bought the Eero. OK, I did buy that. Mm -hmm. um, so I've upgraded the Eero. So what any I, other devices? Yeah. So what I ended up doing with the Eero is I replaced three with three. But okay. I kept. What did I do? Looking around. Okay, I kept one of them. So so now I have four base stations instead of three. So I took one of the old base stations and I put it here in my craft room just to extend it into my bedroom a little bit because in my bedroom it would be kind of flaky. Now it's mm -hmm. been working pretty well. Yeah, so, see, I have to tweak that because that's been happening to me too. I feel like there might be a dead spot because I keep going over my data plan or getting close to it. And I think there's a drop off somewhere. Yeah, so I did so. see that, and I was really disappointed that Apple did not have the Apple Watch. I forget, we're on what seven now, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we're on seven because I have a five. If they mm -hmm. had the seven on the the deal where you got the fifty dollar gift card, I would have bought one. Oh, they I didn't. Have, no, they did the Apple Watch three, which I thought was hmm. strange because what is it? A hundred ninety nine dollars, and they were going to give mm -hmm. you fifty dollars. 
And mm-hmm. who really wants the three at this point? So I actually did. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the deals that I did get. I did decide to future proof our Apple TV. So I went and I got the Apple TV 4K and I did get the $50 gift card. So that was helpful. That'll pay for, you know, several months of, of uh, iCloud and stuff like that. And I also did get the Series 3. So who wants a Series 3? I'll tell you who wants a Series 3. Somebody like my husband, who is very, like, klutzy and accident-prone. Um, he had a Series 2 that somebody had gifted us, and it got a crack in the screen. So I have that in my little, like, bin of things that I'm going to fix. Because <laughs> I did get a new digitizer and everything for it. So that's going to be a surgical procedure that I have to work on. So that's, like, uh, in the queue. So I did end up, because it was like $100, I think it went down to, or like 108 some like, you know, really low price. And I thought, I better just get him one now, because I did want him to have a watch, because I wanted him to be able to do workouts and things like that. Now that we actually have a space to do workouts, and I, oh, you'd be very proud of me, I did order a um, an extra wide yoga mat, because we're going to put that in front of the TV. So pretty soon, pretty soon, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, you will be getting notifications from me on your watch that we did in Apple. Uh, Fitness Plus Fitness workout. Plus. So I think yep. we're going to try. We're going to do like the three-month trial and see how it goes. Do you get one free, the free trial with his watch? Yes, we'll get three months. Okay, good. That's that's what we're going to try out. So I, I don't know. I'm trying to keep my expectations measured because I don't know how well it will work out. I'm hoping that I will use it because I've actually lost weight during this move. And I want to keep that momentum going. <laughs> One of the th- nice things about having a larger house is there's more room to stretch my legs and it's, it's all, um, it's all tiled floor. So I wear my sneakers all day long. So I'm actually doing a lot more walking. I think my step count is a lot higher because I'm walking from end to end of the house, like picking up things and unboxing and moving things around. So I'm actually getting a lot more exercise, which I'm really happy about. So I'm hoping to keep that momentum going. So keep in um, mind, just as a little side note, keep in mind when you do the Apple Fitness Plus, if you decide to like it and you Mm -hmm. want to subscribe, look at that family plan. I forget what it's called. The one Apple one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you can do like, for me, it's not worth the money. It's cheaper for me Mm -hmm. to do everything separately. But for you, since you're doing the Apple Music family and that Nate might be also exercising, it might be mm-hmm. worth it to you to spend whatever I, that I don't that need. It's like $30 a month. That is the plan. That is what I'm going to do. The only thing that's keeping me, not really keeping me, the only thing I'm waiting for is I've been trying to exhaust all of the free trials first. <laughs> so oh, absolutely. When, but I'm just saying, yeah. if once you're done with the free trial and you yep, decide, yep, I want to do this and also check with your insurance company, your health insurance company, right, and see if you can get the out. money back. Mm-hmm. For the portion of Apple Fitness, because my insurance company gave me back eighty dollars. That's great. Yeah, yeah I in fact, I'm up for that. renewal in in on um, April. So once I renew in April, I'll print out the receipt. I'll send it to my insurance company and get another eighty dollar check. Because our great. insurance company does up to one hundred and twenty five. So when I was mm-hmm. still going to the gym, my gym was one hundred ninety nine a year. They gave me back one hundred twenty five. That's sweet. Yeah. That's so I don't know if everybody's health insurance does this but it doesn't hurt to ask right you don't get your, you don't get what you don't yeah, ask worst for. they're going to say yeah, is nope sorry we don't do that yeah that that is the plan though once i exhaust all of the free trials then the plan is to sign up for the one plan because we're already doing the two terabyte icloud because we're sharing it across five family members and we already like we've already pretty much committed that we like apple tv plus we really love all the shows that are on there so yeah we're we're set 
that's the plan moving forward. We just have to get there. So so that's what I'm looking forward to with the Apple TV 4K is actually doing the the fitness workouts. And then also, and I haven't set it up yet, but also what I really want to learn more about is HomeKit and setting up uh, the, the next big toy that we got, the, the next big purchase that we got uh, through Black Friday sales, which I, I, I shudder to think what it would have cost had we paid full price. But we definitely uh, took advantage of the sales. We bought a system of four UFI, uh, I guess I'll call them surveillance cameras, to put around the corners of the house. And then we got a UFI doorbell. I don't know if you saw any of my social media posts, but we were laughing our asses off at this because we set it up, right? And it has this like fisheye lens. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids said, oh, it's set up. You know, when I go check it out, we, we, you know, we were pressing the button to hear the different chimes because you can, you can change them. And I walked out to look at it. And of course, you know, this is just something that I have to get used to, but everybody has cameras around here. Everybody has, I think it's because of porch pirates. I think honestly, getting to know some of the neighbors like they have told me that they have security cameras to keep an eye on their elders like just you know if somebody falls or something like that because there's a couple of families around here where they're caring for an elderly relative and that's primarily their reason for having their webcams but also because everybody gets amazon deliveries around here and everybody has a front porch and so it could be for porch pirates too yeah. so that's one of the biggest reasons why i got it um, you know, just living in a different neighborhood, I've always wanted to have some kind of security, but in our old neighborhood, I don't know, it just, I didn't want to invest in it back then because, you know, we were getting ready to move anyway. So now we have, and knock on we've, we've, we've been pretty happy with the system. I really do, after watching many reviews and experiencing myself, I really do feel like Eufy is kind of the apple of surveillance cameras or security cameras. I don't even know if I can even use that, that terminology because it's not like it's, it's not like it's closed caption TV, but or, or not closed caption, um, closed circuit TV, but it's almost kind of like that. You're building your own system like that because right there on the iPad or the iPhone, you can see what's going on in all the cameras and it, they're all they're all motion activated. So you they do have the ability to um, at least the indoor camera. We do have an indoor camera. So we got four outdoor cameras, one indoor camera that I'm just basically referring to as the puppy cam, because that's really what I wanted it for was to monitor the dog when we leave the house, because now as we're starting to leave the house more, you know, she's going to have to get used to us being gone. So I got that for that reason. And then the doorbell. So that's like five, so six cameras. So basically a, a series of six cameras that we can now see on our iPhone. And I really like it so far. The only Thing I have to do yet is I have to build some kind of an automation system. I haven't just yet, but it gets kind of annoying when you're at home and the, the notification keeps going off. You can snooze it, but I just need to set up some kind of an automation that does it for me because otherwise I have to do it, you know, like a cave person. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's been a fun new toy has been the Eufy security cameras. And let's see what else we got the Apple so I, I I got the Apple TV 4K for those two purposes because I wanted to set up HomeKit and be able to view the cameras on the TV and also for the workouts that we're going to try out. And I talked about the, the Apple Watch Series 3. So now both my eldest son and my husband have have those watches keegan's still rocking the little one he's still rocking like an old like damaged <laughs> barely works but you know it's good enough for like a middle schooler kind of apple watch right because it, it's enough that and that was actually really cool so 
So he's wearing an old Apple Watch Series 1, one that a client had given me. And she was like an avid gardener. So like it had dirt and cracks and stuff in it, but it still worked. And I didn't want to just throw it out because it's still functioning. So I put a case on it, like a one of those like TP plastic, you know, uh, watch covers. So I put that on it and that's kind of what's like holding it together because <laughs> it's got like a big crack on the front of it. But it works. And what's really cool about it is now that the kids are back to in-person learning, this is this is my youngest's first foray into middle school. He hasn't been in school, like inside a classroom for almost two years. And I was wondering, like, you know, how is he going to navigate the halls? Like, how is he going to get to classes and stuff? And so he, after the first day, he came home and he had this like, paper that they had printed out for him that had his his class schedule on it it's the same class schedules he had when he was doing remote learning but now it's like in the school where he has to physically go to the classrooms and he has to make it there on time and stuff and he was getting lost in like having to like look on the paper like okay what what period is this and what classroom do i have to go to is it you know 113 or 123 or whatever so uh last night we spent some time and i set it up so that his calendar his google calendar for school is synchronizing through his iCloud calendar which then synchronizes to his apple watch and so what's really cool is he can just look at his watch and tap on the calendar app and in the location it'll say what room number he has to go to and his yeah and lucian does it that way too so lucian's the one that saw that because you know finally now that they're they're doing this they can finally see the the fruits of my labor, so to speak, because I, I spent all this time populating their calendars with their schedules so that they they could just click on the link to go to the Zoom. Now they can just tap on it on their watch and they can see what room number, you know, what period. It also has like a little reminder that, okay, in two minutes, like the next period is going to start. So, you know, it's time to get out your book bag and start packing yourself up, you know, something like that. So that's working out pretty well so far. Um in the midst of all of the confusion and of everything being moved around and oh my gosh, I don't know if you remember what it was like to move so long ago, but I keep losing stuff. <laughs> it's not like the house is so huge that, oh my God, my house is so big. I've lost things. No, it's just that there's just so much stuff. And between four people and a dog, I keep setting things down and then going, okay, where did I put that? Or like someone else will move it after I've set it down. So I've had to try to you know, for the longest time, I didn't have like that one place. Okay, this is where the keys are going to go. This is where this is going to go. This is where I'm going to put my glasses. You know, there just wasn't that. It just, everything was just all over the place. So we finally started to carve that out. But in the meantime, I was going out of my mind losing stuff. So I just thought, okay, it's time. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to bite it. I bought a package of air tags. Have you gotten any air tags yet? I haven't really found a use for them other than traveling, putting them in my suitcase. But even that, I really don't need them. Yeah. So you're probably pretty disciplined about not losing your stuff. <laughs> I lose my much. glasses. I'll forget where I took my glasses off. Yeah. And then I go See, to pick no. them up. I'm like, where did I put them? That that's that's someday, about it. That's about it. Just my glasses. Yet, someday yeah. the 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 GPS or the location software will be in our glasses because yeah. That can be a yeah. real problem. So I'll show you here. The listeners can't see this, but I can I can show you what it looks like. Let me get my camera in front of here. So I got this cute little uh, keychain that I put an air tag in. Okay. Yep. And it looks like it's just it's just like you know plastic leather, but it's supposed to look like opal. Yeah. It's kind of purple. Yeah. Pink. Yeah. It looks like it's a fluorescent. Really 
And I thought it was really cool today because when I went to go get my tire checked out, the the guy at Sam's Club asked me about it when he went to hand my keys back. And he said, hey, these things are pretty dope, right? <laughs> That's what he said to me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, they're really dope. <laughs> and so he asked me about it. And he said, do you, do you like having it? Like, how does it work? He's like, I was thinking about getting it, but he thought you had to charge him. And so I had to give I had to go into like Mac mommy mode <laughs> and pull up my phone and show him the, the find my items, you know, section and, you know, show him like what it looked like. I mean, I haven't not gone with like I haven't lost anything, so I haven't had to actually go like hunting for anything. Um, and I haven't tried this out with the dog just yet, but I, I need to. See, again, it's just been so there's been so many little fires to be put out that I, I got these things. I set it up. It kind of like set it and forget it. Um, I did. I have gotten notifications like when we were at the store one time, Nate had my keys in his pocket and he walked far enough away from me that I did get a notification saying that, you know, this item is no longer with you. Or it was last seen like in the vicinity of this area. So I probably, you know, could have found him in the store if I would have taken the time to do it and focus. So that'll be something that I'm going to be playing with in the future. But I did get a set of these air tags. And then this other thing I'm going to show you is, um, and I showed it to some friends of mine. This is what goes on Opal's collar. So this is a little, you just slide her collar through there. Yeah. So I actually did it. I got, I got a, an, an air tag for my dog. Well, see, that I think <laughs> makes a lot of sense. No, I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, what if she breaks her leash? What if? Yeah, you know, I mean, she's she's so little. The, the I know problem she is, is but she's I mean, so I'm, little and, I mean, and easily losable. I, I think, think for all dogs, they could break their leash. Mm. They could mm. somehow, if even if they're in a fenced area, they could somehow tunnel away from their fenced area. You know, mm. the door opens, they go running out. You never know. Yeah, that's so. I think that's what I was afraid of. I thought she might dart out. I think for a dog, like, it's all a the really good and, idea. And everybody in and out of the house. I thought maybe she might get lost in the shuffle because there have been times where like, where's the dog? You know, she's very. Um, she has anxiety, separation anxiety big time. And so she's very kind of clingy and she's usually by her sides. Like she's usually somewhere within the eyesight. But occasionally, you know, I'm just afraid like somebody will not think twice. And, you know, what if what if a delivery person comes and they don't close the back gate? That's the other reason why I got the security camera, because now I can see the back gate. I can I can I'm starting to learn, you know, where to look and where to check things out. It's like, you know, learning how to navigate your land, so to speak. And so the cameras help out with that, too. It's like, oh, is, you know, I'm all the way at this end of the house is the gate closed? Like somebody came and dropped off a package. Did they close the gate? And I can just check the camera and get that answered. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a pretty large yard and the thing is it's terraced. So she could actually climb up the stairs and go like exploring up there. Mm. And I just thought, well, what if, you know, what if we're trying to get ready to go somewhere and she's out, you know, wandering around exploring things. So, so I just got it and just hopes that just in case she got out or, um, you know, got some wanderlust or something, which she usually doesn't, but you never know. She has darted out on it on occasion. And it just, you know, it just kind of gave me peace of mind to to have it. So I still have two more that I'll, I'll probably put on, you know, Nate's keys. And I thought about the kids, like when they get bicycles, because now we live near parks where they can actually go ride their bikes. So that's the other two places where I plan on putting them is on their bicycles. I mean, my kids are just, they're scatterbrained like me they, and they have ADHD, so they lose stuff all the time. So that was the impetus behind that. So I got that. And then the other really cute thing that I want to tell you is, do you remember the day when you texted me and you told me that the HomePod mini was on sale? Because I told you I've been, I've been lusting after the little HomePod mini. I was like, I want to get one. And 10 minutes later, of, you sent me this, yeah. the text of bought it. <laughs> I totally did. 
like you you cost me so much money that day. No, Thank kidding. you. I was so I was so I know you're so proud of that. I was so grateful to you. I was like, oh wow, Lisa Lisa found it. I knew she'd come through for me. And so yeah, I totally did. I I went. You texted me. You, you told me about it. I bought it right there on the spot. And I I turned around. I I ordered it for pickup. And I got in the car and I drove down to the Target for the very first time. It was like the first time. You know, I still haven't really explored the area all that much. I'm still learning like what stores are where and which ones you know the better one to go to and which one's closest and all the logistics and everything. So that was my first uh, excursion. I was like, okay, there's a Target nearby. It, evidently, it's like two miles away. So. And he did. I picked it up like between the time you texted me and the time I bought it was like maybe an hour that had transpired. So I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and and so we've been fighting over the HomePod mini ever since. Ever since I set it up. It's, it's been great. Uh, the kids and like they take turns like interrupting each other's songs. Yeah, it's just wonderful. <laughs> I just no, don't have a need for it. I mean, it was a great price, but I have a couple of Echo shows. I have a, yeah. you know, an Echo Dots. I have a Sonos. I have right. a Google Mini. I just don't need it. I have nowhere yeah, to put it. And plus, really I have nowhere to put it. Mm-hmm. I would have nowhere to put it because every room well, already has a speaker of some sort. Right. Well, so the way that it really has been working out for us, so we really, really do love it. I use it every day, several times a day. And, and what's really great is, you know, like, say, if the kids don't have their watches on or they're charging it or something, um, it recognizes your voice, depending on which family member you are. It recognizes all four of us. So I don't know how that works, but it it knows when I'm talking to it. It knows when Nate's talking to it. It knows when the kids are talking to it. And if it doesn't, she'll say, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble recognizing this voice. Who is this? And you just say who you are. And then it kind of adds that to its, you know, if you're a distance away. Because the other problem, too, is in living in, with, in a house with tiled floors, everything echoes. So I think that changes, you know, how voices bounce off the walls and things. Like I said, we still don't have curtains in the in the living room, so things are still echoey. I just put some shears up not long ago, and that has helped a little bit. And like I said, we got a new sofa, so that's absorbing a little bit of sound, but it's still very echoey out there. Um, but yeah, we we really love it, and I just love being able to just tell it, you know, playing songs and and you know, like I said, I joke, you know, the kids like fight over it. Sometimes they do, and they'll they'll tease each other and one will get a, a song going. In fact, Lucian actually created, <laughs> this will be no shock to people who know him, but he created a shortcut that when he says, you know, hey, S lady, play such and such a song or play such and such a genre. <laughs> I can't even repeat what it says, but it'll, it'll like swear. I'll say Lucian, absolutely beeping not. You've already asked for this so many times. <laughs> and I, I just, the first time I heard it, I was like, what did it just say? And so he did it again. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? Why? Why is she? Why is she telling you you can't listen to this? I was like, Mom, I made a shortcut. So <laughs> he's already figured out how to hack it. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, we use it for shopping lists, for adding things to the shopping list. That's become really, really handy. It has that intercom feature. So when I'm in the bedroom and I and I tell it to intercom something, you know, so that they can hear it in the living room. But the greatest thing, I think, the the greatest hack has been we have a really old flat screen TV. It's probably got to be like a decade older or more. And so it's not the kind of TV where um, the, the one thing that I really liked about the new Apple TV 4K is that remote, the new Siri remote. I absolutely love it. It is the best remote ever because it's now tactile. You can feel the buttons and you can tell which ends up and it's just a lot easier to use. But the downside is, is because we have an older TV, you can't power it on and you can't change the volume until you add a HomePod mini. 
So what I did was I took the HomePod mini and I moved it to the center of the TV. So now the HomePod mini is the speaker for the television. So I don't even bother using the speakers because the sound comes out better. It sounds better from the HomePod mini than it does for the old speakers of this TV. I mean, it'd be nice if we had two like to put behind our heads and then you'd have like surround sound, which would be nice. But, you know, for what it is for right now, I enjoy being able to use that one remote. I still can't power it on and off. But what I can do is I can just let it go to screensaver or something like that. Or I just keep the, you know, I just press the power on the side of the TV, like like a cave person or, you know, just keep the, the TV remote handy. And if we do need to power it off, then we just power it off that way. But having the Siri remote and having the HomePod mini set as the speaker, I can now just use that remote control and I can control the volume. And in fact, I can even do it from my my watch or the phone. So everybody basically has a TV remote in their And the pocket, sound is so much be better. TV speakers are terrible. It is. Especially mm-hmm. we've had TVs where the speakers are in the back. Like, mm-hmm. why are the speakers in the back of the TV instead <laughs> of the you front thinking? of the TV? Like, because there have been times like we have, um, like, it's not, it's an island, but it's not an island um, in our kitchen. And the, we have like a 32 inch TV on it. And there's mm-hmm. a time where, like, I'll be walking behind the TV because it'll be facing the, the table, the kitchen table, and I can hear the TV better behind it than in front of it. Mm-hmm. Like, huh. this, or or, yeah. or, the, or the speakers will be pointing down. Yeah. This isn't making huh. any sense. Now, for the kitchen, right. that's fine. In our family room, right. we have a sound bar. Yeah, that's what I was, I was going to ask you next. Do you have a sound bar? Because yeah. I think that's what. Well, ends it's up partly, that actually, problem. Kurt is the one who recommended it because my husband is going deaf. And he just can't, <laughs> no, he, his hearing aids, you know, he, he's yeah. got hearing aids in both ears and he just couldn't hear the TV anymore. And he would mm. put it up really, really loud. I'm like, are you yeah. trying to blow me away here? You know, right. the only time I listen to something loud is music. And uh-huh. so I put up, you know, I asked Kurt, Kurt mentioned this one particular sound bar. So that's what we use now. But you still have to go up and down because every TV station has a different level. Oh, I hate that. That you know, drives like, me. Like, you know, I, I'd be watching one station and it's at a seven. And I watch mm-hmm. another station. I'm like, what? And I got to put it up to a 12. Hmm. That's why I like having the remote control in my hand because I want to be able to control that volume. That drives me up the wall. Yeah, that's insanity. So, yeah, yeah so that's really been helping. So thank you for recommending the, the sale there. So we've been very happy with that. I think of you every time I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I should just call it, hey, Elisa. Yeah, really. Just change the name. Yeah, there we go. Wouldn't that be cool if you could do that? <laughs> can you change it? I know with Alexa you can. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think so. I don't know if you can with S-Lady. What we have done that has been interesting, though, is since there's four of us and there are four different Siri voices, each of our phones has a different Siri voice. I mean, there's four main voices, and then you can choose, I guess, different dialects, different uh, countries and accents and things like that. So I have what what everybody else refers to as Black Siri, but I really like it. I just love her voice. I find it just so comforting and soothing whenever she talks to me. I just, sometimes I'll just carry on conversations with her. <laughs> so I have I have that Siri voice and my husband has a traditional one. And then I think, I think Lucian's is the European man. And then I think Keegan's is like the Australian lady or something like that. So when we have our... You know, she hasn't changed her voice on the HomePod, though. On the HomePod, I think because I'm the person who set up the HomePod and the Home Kit or the, you know, the Home app, I think because I'm the, like, home owner, so to speak, she uses the voice that I specified. But for all of our phones, then 
the Siri voice that comes out is whatever voice we've told it to in the settings. Mm -hmm. So that's how we can tell whose whose phone is answering at the time. So I think that's pretty handy to do it that way. Um, Now, does that setting go over to the iPad or do you have to do that separately? It seems like it just transferred to the iPad because I haven't had to do it separately. So it's the same. It's the same voice. It's the same Siri voice for me on my iPad, my iPhone, the HomePod Mini, and my Apple Watch. And what about all your, of what those. about your computer? I mean, I don't use Siri on the computer, but yeah, I don't use Siri on the computer. Because I wonder either. if it's if I wonder if it's one choice for iOS and you can have a separate choice mm-hmm. for Mac. I don't know because. Yeah. I just use the basic Siri. I don't remember. I don't remember changing it on on the iPad, and it seems like it just synchronized. Mm. But I think it might be different on the computer. Come to think of it, and I'm not sure about the Apple TV. So I will have to check that and get back to you and and make a list of where does the Siri voice stay the same through which devices. That that'd be an interesting test to see. Yeah. But I will tell you the other the other um, catastrophe <laughs> of moving has been that my fingerprints are messed up. <laughs> Anything that uses Touch ID because of cleaning, and I and I do try to wear gloves, but not always. I mean, there's so many times where you just got to grab something and clean it, and because we've been doing so much cleaning and stuff, there's just a lot of hand washing, and I've washed my hands to the point. It's not just me; it's just this time of year where it's like really super dry. And the kids and my husband, like everybody's got cracked knuckles and I have like a big crack in my thumb. So none, yeah, none of my fingerprints are working right now. So frustrating. If it wasn't for my Apple Watch being able to unlock my Mac, I I just, I'd be sitting there going, touching it and just, oh, just have to type in my, my password. Old school. So that's been frustrating. I don't know when it'll come back. Like I keep putting moisturizer on thinking, but I think that the fingerprints are just kind of worn or they're damaged from the chemicals or something. Does that happen to you? Yeah, right now. And not because of moving, but because I think I use my right Mm -hmm. index finger to do all my texting. I'm not a two finger, you know, two thumbs. (laughs) Right. And it gets to the point where, (laughs) yes, because it gets to the point where when I hit the little arrow button to send, Nothing yeah. happens, and then and I forget, happens. and I'm like, right. "Why didn't Melissa respond?" And I look, and yeah. my message is still in the box <laughs> because it never sent. Like, well, that's, that's why that's she funny. didn't respond; she never yeah. got it. And yeah. because I do, it doesn't, and I'll have to either use another finger or I use a stylus. Uh huh. And yeah. it happens all the time, especially if I'm right. doing copy and paste. I'll copy. You know, I keep hitting the button to select, which oh my god, what a nightmare that is! But I'll finally get yeah. to select. Then I'll go into whatever, whether it's, you know, Facebook or texting or whatever it happens to be, and I'll hit the button to hit, so that comes up paste, and I'll be mm-hmm. like hitting, and I'll be tapping mm-hmm. hard and then tapping hello, soft, hello. and mm-hmm. then I'll use a different finger, and like, I did get it, didn't I? And then eventually <laughs> paste will show up. I'm like, okay, yeah. finally. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the touch sensitivity is off. Now, there are there are things you can do to, to tweak it if, if you ever want to explore it. There are some touch accommodations in the, the settings. And I've actually done that. It's funny because I've done that for my clients. You know, I have clients who are, you know, elderly or, you know, in their 80s, 90s. And I've seen that happen to the point where I've had to, for several of them, I've had to just disable Touch ID because it just doesn't work. I've talked about this in the past. It's because they're either on blood pressure medications that impact their their pulse and their heart rate, or because a lot of them just they have lost their fingerprints. They they just age. You're like every other part of your skin on your body ages. Their fingerprints have just aged, or they've worn off, or they're you know there's there's wrinkles or there's something that that gets in the way. And a lot of times it's hand cream. There's I can't tell you so many yes. times 
it's kind of gross, but I like pick up, you know, I have to work with somebody and I pick up their device and there's hand cream slathered all over it or it's like yeah, in the grooves. I, I have and, noticed ugh. that too, where I've put on hand cream and then mm-hmm. I pick up the phone and nothing works. I'm like, oh yeah. 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 But my touch ID works just fine. No problem with the touch oh, ID. It's more uh, of a tapping kind of a thing. Uh-huh. When I'm it's trying oleophobic to, coding. Yeah. When I'm trying to do a copy mm-hmm. and paste or I'm trying to send a text or mm-hmm. or send an email or something like that, where it's just not. Not responsive. Yeah, it, but only with that one finger. Huh. Interesting. Because you just that's, train like yourself said, that's the finger, finger that I use when I'm texting. I'm just like, you know, that one little mm-hmm. finger is just all over the board. I cannot, I tried you've, doing the you've two thumbs. You've got a thumbs. case of text finger. Yeah, I tried doing the two thumbs and I just can't do it. Like when, I'm I like, be surprised I'll watch, if that's a real condition. I watch finger. my kids and they'll be, you know, with their two yeah. thumbs. I'm like, I can't do oh. that. Yeah. yeah, they're like. Well, plus you have nails that get in the way too. I notice that every once in a while, like right now, it's just impossible. But at times when I do let my fingernails grow a little bit, I start to get to a point where I get aggravated because I can't go as fast. And then I go and I clip them, and I'm like, oh, this is so much better. I just did it with yeah. my thumbs. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can, you mm-hmm. can, you can see. <laughs> I know you guys can't see, but you can. My nails need right. to be cut. I can't even. Put yeah, my, they are really I long. Can't put wow. my earrings on. Oh no! Because you know, because the nails get in the way, and then and then yeah. the little the little backing gets underneath the nail, and then I drop it on the floor, and I can't see it. Oh no! <laughs> I'm Wait, with the, well, that's, I'm with that's the iPhone other flash. Problem. I'm with the iPhone flashlight, looking in the carpet. You know, trying <laughs> the to magnifier. Find, yeah, looking for the backing. <laughs> That's the other thing that's been happening to me lately. I I laugh at myself and I think to myself, what would happen if I was texting or composing a tweet or an email or whatever kind of, you know, text message of some sort, if I just let it fly? Oh, my God, I think I could invent a new language because my vision is so bad when I don't have my glasses on. I I just I cannot see. I, I miss the target. And my, I watch my, I, I don't know if it's contagious, or what, but I watch my clients suffer with it too. And they get so frustrated. They're like, oh, and they, you know, they say they're stupid or whatever. And, or they, they can't understand why their password, their password won't work. And I'm like, I'm telling you, you missed a target. Absolutely. Just, I've watched them go and place their finger and I, and I watch them. I read what's on the piece of paper. I read what they've written down and I watch them go and type it. And they think they're pretty sure that they typed it correctly, but no, I watched it happen. And, and, and it, use and it has not a been stylus. Entered. It's so much better. Because all the time I'm going to hit the O, I hit the I. Mm-hmm. I want yep, to hit the too. U, I hit the Y. You know, I live you. I live you so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll look and I'm like, curse word, curse uh-huh. word, you know, curse word, yep. delete, 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 right. delete, delete. Right. <laughs> there was a couple of times when I didn't mean to curse and it actually cursed on me. I'm like, what, now you're actually? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do it all the time, too. And again, my my fingernails, my that. fingernails do get in the way, but I can't blame yeah. my fingernails completely. Yeah. So yeah. I try to yeah. use a it's stylus. It's not just your fingernails. Yeah, I try to use right. a stylus. Now, how do you, Is then a stylus becomes kind of a glasses. Do you have styluses sprinkled throughout your house? Like, well, no, how what do you I do, not lose again, one? You can't, guys can't see this, but this is my iPad. And you can mm-hmm. see right oh, here, okay. this has a little yeah. slot Loop. for a stylus. Right. So right. that's what I use. So when I'm playing a game, because again, there's this okay. game, there's this um, Blitz. Mm-hmm. It's like a Bejeweled game. Mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. this Marjong game that I play. And if I use my finger, my fingernail gets in the way of my vision. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, just. Yeah, right, because you're not seeing it. Yeah. The fingernail, but right? also using the stylus, I'm so much faster. You can hit, you know, you can just like when you're hitting your, you know, when you're playing the game because you're on a timer. Right. And, you know, so it's not like a casual solitaire game or something where you just want to, you know, really doesn't matter as much, even though those are on timers too. This is you're on a timer because it'll go time's up. And then you're like, ah, 
And then, of course, expletive deleted. So, <laughs> so when you use the stylus, it just... The bad thing, though, is when you open up your iPad in a certain light, you see all these little round circles you know, uh, from, on yeah, your screen. screen. So I'm like always uh-huh. taking some sort of screen cleaner and cleaning that right. off. Right. There used to be... So in the older iPhones that had the headphone port, there used to be a stylus that I used to carry around that that would insert into the headphone port. But then you always had this thing kind of like dangling from yeah. your phone and that kind of got to be annoying. So, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen multiple different kinds of solutions where, you know, there's a clip or something that's on a, in a loop on a case. And I've just gotten irritated with having to carry one around. So I do keep a, a, a pencil, <laughs> Kurt again, <laughs> who, who had given me one of those um it's like a knockoff version, but it's a really great version of like the Apple Pencil. I forget who makes it, like Mushu or something like that. But uh, yeah, I have that clipped to the side of my iPad. And I, I do use that pretty frequently because I like to write in the text at times yeah. and draw things. Yeah, do you use, is it called um, QuickType when you're texting? Do you ever try that? Where you, you glide your finger around the I've the tried keyboard. that and it's... You know, it's hit and miss. It's hit or miss. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hit and miss for me at least. So I, I right. gave that up because I have one of those keyboards too. Mm-hmm. Swift keyboard, is it called? I forget now. I might have turned it off, but that's a thing where you just yeah, glide your finger all right. around. And I think they got acquired. I think. Yeah. I think it used to be called Swift. Yeah. And now it's and I don't know, wipe I, to type. Yeah, I turned it off. So mm-hmm. it's it's just easier for me just to take my stylus out and go, you know, just click, 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 click and... I don't make as many mistakes as if I do when I'm trying to use my finger. How often do you transcribe text? Like how often do you speak to it? Because I see a lot of I people never, do that. I never do mm-hmm. that. The o- you can always tell too. The only time <laughs> I do, and this is not too often, is if let's say you sent me a text as I'm driving and I'm at a traffic light. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that would then I'll hit the little microphone button and then I'll say, yeah, I'll be home in an hour. See you then. Yeah, a and, lot of times I'm using my AirPods Pro. And I love, I love doing that. I, there have been times where I'm like carrying, you know, a basket of laundry or like I, you know, so many times I have my hands full and I love it when I'm, if I'm listening to a podcast or I'm just, you know, I've got them in my ears. I love being able to just do everything completely hands-free. I mean, it's, it is, you know, it's kind of hit or miss or like sometimes like if I'm going to be texting, like say with my husband or something, and this is kind of funny because my husband's like a little bit of a, he's very picky about grammar. (laughs) And I am too. So it's, I, I have a hard time. Like, it's like if you have a, a parent or like a family member, you just can't lie to, like you have to tell them the truth, even if it's about their birthday present or something. That's how it is with my husband and grammar. Like I can't send him a text with like a misspelled word in it, or I can't send him a text that isn't grammatically correct. I just, it has to be, I don't know. It's just a thing between us. So a lot of times if I'm, you know, feeling a little lazy or something, I will tell him I'm transcribing these texts with Siri. So excuse the typos ahead of time. <laughs> just keep it my heads up. But I, I love being able to do that with my AirPods. It's, it's really great. But yeah, there is times where it's like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Yeah. And you can't you can't go and like put an asterisk, you know, because you've got your hands full. So yeah, there have been times where I've looked at it before I've sent it, and like that's not what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now at least it makes it a little bit easier. The loop is back, and so you can go in and you can highlight the text. That that's I miss that. I hated not having that loop. Do you know what I mean? Like where you yeah. press down, yeah, and it yeah. highlights the bubble. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the same. I do like the old loop better, but at least there's something there. And on the Apple Watch, you can now correct words too. 
So that's that's handy. Yeah. I haven't used my Apple Watch with the new features as as much as I thought I would. I was really excited for Watch OS. Was it eight we're on? I can't even remember what version we're on now. But I haven't been really using as many of the features as it came out. Are are you using anything new on your Apple Watch that Apple you Pay like is now? number one. Apple Pay and exercise. Yeah. And it's funny because to this day, I mean, how long has the watch been out? Was it 2015? Mm, I don't Something remember. Something like that. So mm-hmm. the watch has been out for years and years and years. And to this day, when I pay with Apple Pay, I've had some people go, oh, my God, how did you do that? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I keep thinking about that. I'm not in enough of a situation where I get to use Apple Pay because I'm not. I'm starting to more. I'm starting to go out more and more. But the problem is the adoption around here. There's just not enough places that take Apple Pay. You know, I get excited if we ever get to go to Walgreens because I know at least they accept it. But, you know, like Sam's Club doesn't. Walmart has their own pay system. Everybody else seems to have their own proprietary thing. And so I Macy's, don't end up getting to use it. Trader Joe's, Panera, Bed mm-hmm. Bath. And, I think that think all I've places that I never go to. I think so. I've used it at Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Trader Joe's. I haven't been in there in years. A like, couple of our local years. grocery stores use it. Mm-hmm. CVS now has mm-hmm. it. And your your husband's store has it, doesn't he? Yes. Do they offer it? Yep. In fact, on Christmas Eve, I only worked twice this year. Very, very happy. <laughs> on Christmas Eve, though, somebody wanted to use it. So mm-hmm. I just told, because there's a, you, you just, do, the way his system is set up is a little bit different. So I'm just like, tell me how, what to do when someone comes in with Apple Pay. And he told uh-huh. me what to do. And the person said, you have Apple Pay? I'm like, oh, my people. <laughs> Yay. And yeah, and the, and, the, and the customer paid. I'm just like, I was so excited. That is exciting. <laughs> I, I could just picture that, too. But that Tom said like every now fun. and then, not very often. Most people just use mm-hmm. their credit or debit cards. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, someone will say, do you have Apple Pay? And he and he goes, yes, because I showed him how to do it. Because I said, look, mm-hmm. you have Apple Pay when he when he updated his credit card I remember system. that. Yeah. That's and what he was I, like, that's I, I do? I said, yeah, let's just charge a dollar to something. Yeah. You know, just yeah. to test it. And I showed him how to do it. And he's like, oh, bing. okay. <laughs> so. It's a gratifying little bing. <laughs> Yep. Now I think good. I I would like to be able to use it more frequently because I think what the issue has been is in times past when I've gone to use it, there's this little bit of a disconnect between when it asks you to show your face ID but you're wearing a mask, Apple Pay does not respect that you've got the watch on. Like like you know how you can unlock your phone while you're looking at it with a mask and it unlocks because yeah. you've told your watch to allow it. That doesn't work with Apple Pay. At least I haven't figured out how to do it. So when I go to pay with Apple Pay on your phone, I have on your to like, watch on my phone. See, I keep forgetting that I can just use my watch see, instead. I haven't used my phone to for Apple Pay since I've had a watch. So I don't even remember how to do it on my phone <laughs> That's funny because I haven't done it. And yeah, when I did right. it with my phone, it would be very hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Some places that now it could very well be that the technology was much newer then and things mm-hmm. weren't tweaked properly. Because I mm-hmm. would try, and a lot of times the cashier would say, yeah, we've been having problems. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. now I got to- They just don't want to deal with know, it. Yeah, now I got to put the phone back in my pocketbook and dig out my wallet mm-hmm. and get out my credit card. Now with my- <laughs> Like a my cave wa- person. Yes. Yeah. Now I just like <laughs> click on my watch, beep, done. Right. You know, now, it, it was great. And you have a mask on at the time when you're checking out, right? Yeah. Is that, is that, I think that's the good argument for using Apple Pay on your watch- as opposed to your phone, because if you use it with the watch and you just hold it up, I don't think you have to show your face. I don't think you have no, to take your mask all, off. No, not at all, because all I'm doing is I'm hitting the button on the side. It pulls up your credit cards. 
You choose right. which credit card you. Yeah. <laughs> There's your ringtone. All right. I have my phone on uh, do not disturb. I'll cut all that out. Um, That's okay. No, you won't. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I won't. That was just my son. <laughs> um, all you do is you just you just hit the button and then mm-hmm. you pick the credit card if you have more than one, which one you want to use so that it's highlighted. And then you just go up to the little Mm-hmm. You just yeah, like hold it up there. like this. Hold right? it up and then you, you feel the little buzz on your arm and the little ding. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the little ding, like you said, the gratifying ding. And mm-hmm. that's that. And it never asks you to look at your phone nope. to show your face ID. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the step that I think I was missing. I kept forgetting to use my watch. I get all excited. Like I get in line and there's like, you know, five people ahead of me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then when I get up there, I go to use my phone just because it's like, second nature and then i think to myself later like damn it why didn't i use my watch because <laughs> then i wouldn't have had to like because i end up having to take my mask and just kind of like do like a quick peekaboo you right. know <laughs> i gotta i gotta train myself to do that oh i love it it's worth the price to me it's worth the price of the watch just for the apple pay mm-hmm. it may especially yeah, with covid because i've gone to so many stores where i've said do you take apple pay and they say mm-hmm. no it's like you know this would be a really good time to do it Right, because right. you're not touching credit cards. I mean, the way Tom does it now at his store, he doesn't mm-hmm. touch anybody's credit card. He just, I mean, it's, he still has to do things a little old school just because it's a small business. But he mm-hmm. has the um, the credit card machine. He'll just like flip it so that you as the customer take your card and you insert it. Mm-hmm. And then when it's, then it's a little thing on the, the Then little, he never has to touch so it. So he doesn't yeah. touch your card. And then right. there's something on that uh, little screen. Once it's processed, it'll say remove card. It'll ding. Mm-hmm. And it'll say mm-hmm. remove card and the customer will look down and go, oh, OK, and then pulls their own card out so that you know, I wish a- I wish we could use it at the gas pump. I mean, like I it, again, because I, I do because I buy gas at Sam's, they have their own proprietary thing. So I have to use their. Yeah, there's their two system. gas stations near me with one gas station. I have their app. It's like an uh-huh. Exxon Mobil. OK, so I have their app. My credit card is already in the app. So oh. all I have to do, it knows my location. So it knows where I am. So all I have to do is just scroll to which which um, gas pump I'm at. Like there's eight gas pumps, so it'll just nice. say, "Okay, I'm at gas. I'm at pump number three. and then I just have to click on the side to authorize it, and then it says, "Okay," and then it will send me tell me right in the app, "You spent you know X amount of dollars mm-hmm. on X amount of of gallons of gas." Right. And then the one across the street, I just hold my watch up. Nice. And it, it works that way for me here. It's a QR code that I scan with my phone, but it has to be through the Sam's Club app because they don't accept Apple Pay. So it, it works in the same principle. I just wish I could do it with my watch, you know, and just be able to do it like that. That would be cool. You still have to touch the nozzle, though. So there's still I still end up wiping my hands down anyway. But they're not going to get your credit card from the card reader. That's true. That's true. So that's the thing. There's so many people mm-hmm. that will put card readers into these gas station credit mm-hmm. card pumps. Yep. And Scam- they skimmers, I think they're called. Yeah, they steal your number. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with that anymore. So that's the biggest impetus, I think, before COVID with coming up with contactless for gas pumps is to combat that problem. But then as a as a wanted side effect, it also contacts the it also combats the contactless, like not having to put your credit card in a machine and touch it. But like I said, you still have to touch the the pump. So and the handle that you used to wipe the, you know, clean the window and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not even so much concerned about it being COVID germs, just like any germs. You well, know, I've always how... gone home and washed my hands anyway, because you still, you know, your hands smell like gas. So I've mm-hmm. always, well, I've always done the gas on the way home. I keep, 
I keep baby wipes everywhere. Yeah, just go and wash my hands. <laughs> if you travel with me and you need to wipe your hands, I, I have you covered. <laughs> Did you get any other technology? or? I think that was it. That's all I could think of. Cameras and the watch and the TV. I mean, that was enough. <laughs> I would have really upgraded good. my phone to an iPhone 13 had they put that on mm. sale, but they put on, I think, the 12 and the 11, was it? I and don't I, remember because I had I, just bought one the year yeah, prior. And so. I have an 11. And the mm-hmm. only reason why I would have upgraded to a newer phone is because my battery health is down to 82%. Because I was just I, talking about that with Tom and a couple of other people in the comments. Mine is at like 86% and it's a year old. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess is, it's because I use it pretty heavily. That, exactly. I think that's why. Because I listen to a lot mm-hmm. of podcasts, a lot of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. When, I'm, when I'm out of podcasts, then I go into the audiobooks. Right. So I'm always mm-hmm. listening to something or... You know, mm-hmm. you're checking Facebook or Twitter or your email or whatever it is you happen to be doing. I've kind of accepted the fact that I'm just going to, you know, keep these phones for a little bit longer than, than I have in the past. Because, I mean, my youngest one has a 6S and I did. I went and spent $50 to have the battery replaced and he's happy as a clam. He loves it. And it still gets the latest operating system. So, well, I, I mean, was I don't really know how much longer. they but... would have done the, the iPhone 13 because I don't remember now how much it was, but they were going to give me a pretty decent amount of money as a trade-in mm-hmm. for my phone trade-in. and it actually right. went up from the previous time that i looked mm-hmm. yep, i want remember i said that's two, like the stock two, market you gotta check each time maybe 249 was mm-hmm. that it i know it was a it was a halfway decent price so mm-hmm. i thought mm, okay well if i can get this trade-in getting a right. new phone is only going to cost me maybe 300 dollars net I'm like right. okay i can do and right. plus a 50 dollar 100 dollar, whatever it was at the time that for the gift mm-hmm. card mm-hmm. and they only did a 12 and 11 i'm like no i'm not going all through this for a 12 Right, exactly. No, I'll just you hold on to this and two cycles. wait till the 14, because I've got the mm-hmm. 11 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on a phone for quite a while. It's the laptop that I keep eyeing up that I need to upgrade eventually. Like right now, it's still, it's still good. The battery, I think, is like maybe swollen. It says it keeps telling me it needs to service the battery. But I, I want to upgrade because I want this one to still have good hand-me-down value. So Yours is we'll only see. two years old? No, no, no. This is a 2016. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, you my, phone, my phone is a year old. Okay. My phone is one year old and my, the laptop is, is my phone. What? I think mm-hmm. I bought it. This is what, it was, I think it was January or February of 2020. See, I've resolved to getting phones for my birthday. So then I remember when I bought it. <laughs> yeah, my, So I, I just, every two years or so, I, I get a new phone for my I think birthday. My iPad just turned three. I bought it right mm-hmm. after Christmas. Or right around Christmas. So I think my mm-hmm. iPad just turned three. My computer is two. I got that on Black Friday in 2019. Mm-hmm. And my yeah, husband, I don't know if I want to wait that long or not. Has, I don't know. My it's husband's just, using, been helping clients get new computers, but I have to get one. Well, and my husband's using my 2014 computer. He's been fine. Yeah. And then I'm sitting oh, here good. looking at when I bought this computer on Black Friday, I bought my father a 21 and a half inch iMac which I'm looking at right now because it's mine now. And I haven't even I haven't even turned it on since I took it back in September. And one day what I have to do is I'm going to wipe it out and he didn't have much on it. I'm going to wipe it out to factory settings. I'm going to put Okay, I'm totally like losing my mind here. Is what's what's the newest operating system? Monterey? I, that's what I was going to ask you next. Did you upgrade to Monterey yet? Because that's no. the latest one. Okay. I'm on Big Sur on this computer. You're on Big Sur. Okay. I'm so going to put on Monterey. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to use that for my podcasting computer. Ah. And just I'm just going to check it out. I'm just going to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might as well. 
Yeah. I'm tempted to go to Monterey, but I just haven't been, I haven't had time. It's, it's always, that's always the case. Like I want to do it and there's nothing really stopping me from doing it except time. I just, I need to, I need to find my, my place in here. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to Big Sur until late last year. Sometime yeah, in me the too. fall. I, I waited a long time and I usually don't do that. And, but then the problem is like clients start saying help and you know, then it's, I don't want to get caught. So <laughs> But pretty soon it'll be time. Yeah. I had a few so, bugs with Big Sur. They seem to work themselves out with the updates. That's good. The I guess the first thing I need to check is I have some older printers and I need to make sure that they're going to still work. So that'll be the first thing that I check because I think most of the software is caught up. Yeah. That's like the problem Affinity I'm having with our that. current printer. My, I have a brother printer. Again, thank you. So no, I. that wasn't from Kurt. It was somebody else. <laughs> thank you, Kurt. My it, my brother was from Kurt. So yeah. I have to thank Kurt. But I got, it's, a nice, it's a nice printer. It's a, mm-hmm. uh, it, we used to use it as a fax machine, but it never worked as a fax machine. We could receive, mm-hmm. but we could never, or no, we could send, but we could never receive. It was ridiculous. So <laughs> now we use it more as a copier and a printer, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. all we need. We don't need a fax machine. Um, mm-hmm. But what will happen is you will go to print something and it will go, you have no printer. Like I do. Mm. Or the printer's not recognized. And mm-hmm. you basically have to just turn everything off, reboot uh-huh. everything, the printer <laughs> and the computer. And then it will That's go, so oh, yeah, I found you. Because I was trying to print something the it's other like day. It's like it's drunk. <laughs> it would be, I kept getting this bar and it kept going. Like you're drunk back We think home. we found you. We think we found. No, we didn't. We're only kidding. <laughs> And so I'd go into the other room because I moved it next to Tom's computer and I would turn it off and I would turn it back on. And that wouldn't work. And then I would unplug it from the wall for 30 seconds and I'd plug it back in. That didn't work. I'm just like, you know, curse words, curse words, curse words. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have time for this. And right? then I would exactly. re- then I'd reboot my computer and then it would go, okay. And then I would take it oh, off yeah. and then I'd put it back on. I'm just How like, How you doing? Like, stop it. <laughs> So I, you know, I also, I, I, I also would end up rebooting the the modem and rebooting the router mm-hmm. and everything else. And think, oh. so one of the above ended up making it work. Maybe it was all of the above. Just annoying. That's that's the worst part. Is like you you fixed it, but okay. The how, how did you do that? Because <laughs> you don't write it down. You know, I try to screenshot as I go along when I'm troubleshooting something. But then after a while, it's like, all right, this is just ridiculous. And then you just start throwing everything at it that you can think of. And then after a while, you're like, all right, it got fixed. I don't know. How, yeah. I don't know how I did it. Well, next time it, it happens, matter. I'm just going to reboot everything. I will just unplug mm-hmm. and replug in the printer. I'll reboot the modem because every now and then the modem should be booted anyway, and the mat and the router. And then the computer, and then it should be working at that point. And then, I'm, and then, then of course, I'm, everything's going to, I just bought printer ink. I don't want to buy a new printer yet until I use this printer <laughs> right? ink. You know? right. I just spent $50 on printer ink. <laughs> That's like a whole religion. <laughs> so, so time to wrap up? It is time it to is wrap time up because I got to go get the kids. Yeah. It's that time to get on the road. Okay. So Melissa, if people want to get in touch, how would they do so? I make it really easy. Just go to the macmommy.com. Okay. And for me, it would be on Twitter. It would be at epicelli1. And then you can reach us for um, at Geeky a Show. If you want to reach the show, if you want to reach the podcast, then Melissa and I will both get that. You can also reach us on our website, which is geekyshowever.com. And basically, if you want to get in touch with us, everything is on that website. You can find us. Yep. Go there and use the contact form and send us some spam. Yep. No, wait, don't do that. No, don't wait. send us no, any we spam, don't please. Spam. please. 
Too much work. So, oh, right. and also while I'm thinking of as far as contacting, I want to thank listener Andy for reaching out and giving us some feedback over the last couple of episodes and just, you know, saying that he enjoyed the show. So thank you very much, Andy. Oh, we appreciate it. Hi, Andy. Yep. We appreciate it, Andy. So thank you very much. Happy New Year and Happy New Year to all of you listeners. Uh, Melissa and I were talking before we started to record. We have a fun show planned for the next episode, and we'll just leave that at that. Yep. And you can tune in. You can wonder what, but it'll be, it'll be something fun, something fun and light. So with that, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm Bart Bouchotts, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.